This is Quotations, a podcast about words, written and spoken throughout history. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, we shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. No matter where you're from, your dreams are valid. The Pale Blue Dot, the only home we've ever known. Hello and welcome to Quotations. I'm Matthew Monroe. Here's today's quote. Quote, of all the self-fulfilling prophecies in our culture, the assumption that aging means decline and poor health is probably the deadliest. End quote. And that quote is by the author and public speaker Marilyn Ferguson. Marilyn Ferguson was born April 5th, 1938 in Grand Junction, Colorado, and died October 19th, 2008 at the age of 70 in Banning, California. She was originally born Marilyn Grasso and married twice, eventually, to Mike Ferguson in 1968. She published numerous books and the well-regarded and broadly read bulletin of The Brain and Mind from 1975 to 1996. And today's quote originates from her 1980 book, The Aquarian Conspiracy, Personal and Social Transformations of the 1980s. Now, some background is probably needed here because this word Aquarian was not familiar to me until I, I until I did a little bit of research. So Aquarian actually refers to the astrological age of Aquarius, from which we get the song by Fifth Dimension, and this is that one, in case you're not familiar. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius, age of And not being astrologically inclined, I had to do even more digging into that. I didn't know what the age of Aquarius was. I've heard that song numerous times, but I had no idea what it meant. Well, Aquarius is or will soon be, depending on whom you talk to and is still a matter of some debate, the age in which we live. And this follows or will follow, I guess, the Piscean Age or Age of Pisces. And Pisces, you may know, for those of you that are familiar, a little more familiar with astrological signs, know that that is the symbol, has the, the symbol of a fish. And the Piscean Age, or Age of Pisces, is highlighted by, primarily by Christianity. It is said to have begun around the time of Jesus' birth. And there are various allusions to fish throughout the Bible. Fishers of men and Jesus having Piscean personality traits and a number of the parables revolve around fish and things of that nature. And we even see that to this day with the sim the ichthys symbol. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you may be familiar with it. It's, it's a symbol that you see on the back of cars. It's, a lot of people refer to it colloquially as the Jesus fish. It is that single line drawing that has a forked tail and the rough body of a fish that you see. And it's generally indicative of the owner being uh, uh, of Christian religion. The Aquarian age is predicted by many or... Is, is manifest by many to be a time of, of group consciousness, of a, a cleansing of the body, of the planet, and even, you know, neighborly and sustainable living. So, interestingly enough, and I find this a lot with astrological pursuits, is that they're generally vague enough that in the roughly 2,000-ish year duration of these ages, the Piscean Age began around 0 AD, and ended or will end shortly after the 
beginning of the 21st century, so about 2,000 years, and, and the same thing for the Aquarian Age. Over the course of that time, if you think about all the things that have happened in the 2,000 years of the Piscean Age, almost anything that you could say about a specific age would be, at some point during those 2,000 years, found to be accurate. So these are a little bit of self-fulfilling, a little bit of eye-roll-worthy, uh, in my personal opinion. But it's likely at some point there will be group consciousness and there will be some kind of cleansing of the body and of the planet. What that means, what that looks like, I don't know. And neighborly slash sustainable living. I mean, you could even make an argument that that happened during the Piscean Age and probably long before that. But anyway, not to become an astrological critic here on the on the show, but that those are the characteristics that most people agree will be indicative of the Aquarian Age. So... The other part of the title that's a little bit confusing there is the word conspiracy. Now, of course, Aquarian conspiracy. So we're talking about an astrological age and a conspiracy. Well, that does, and it did at the time when it was released in 1980, cause a lot of confusion and a lot of great debate. In this case, the way that Marilyn Ferguson intended the word conspiracy was not in the pejorative negative connotation that we know today, where a conspiracy is always a bad thing. A conspiracy is simply a working together. Um, a conspiracy does not necessarily indicate a negative intent. So in this way, she meant a an, an Aquarian conspiracy as in a group of people working together to achieve Aquarian age characteristics, let's say. So thus an Aquarian conspiracy. And the book, and I've read various excerpts from the book in researching for this episode, the book is generally positive in its tone, and it unites many disparate actions and highlights the positivity or the positive trajectory of the world. And in this way, it's a lot like a book that I've referenced before, which is Steven Pinker's Enlightenment Now. It is a positive in tone, shows the positive characteristics of society, and kind of stands in opposition to the idea that everything is negative and everything is bad. She shows a lot of very good things and talks a lot in the book about growth and learning and cooperation and improvement, both as an individual and as a species. So I'm going to read the quote one more time. And now that you have a little bit of background on both the author, Marilyn Ferguson, and the book, where it originates, The Aquarian Conspiracy, I'm going to read it for you one more time and consider the words that she's saying here. And where somebody who was a little bit new age-ish, like Marilyn was, consider those words, consider her words, in that context as I read this to you. Quote, Of all the self-fulfilling prophecies in our culture, the assumption that aging means decline and poor health is probably the deadliest. End quote. And of course, as many quotes do, this quote has value on its face. Prima facie, this, this quote is valuable, right? It doesn't take a, 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 an expert or a wordsmith to deduce that what Marilyn is trying to say here is that we don't have to be beholden to the fact that as we age, we deteriorate. Now, for somebody like that, for somebody that is like Ferguson, this fits. This makes a certain amount of sense. The new age, you know, the connection of, of mankind to the world around them that followed on the, the heels of or in the midst of what was a very rough and tumble time. I mean, coming out of or really still in the Cold War very much at this time, but a very concrete and 
and challenging time in the world. There was a desire, this comes right at the tail end of the 1970s, where you had a lot of new agey, um, connection to nature, connection to one another, kindness, loving, those types of characteristics. This book kind of summarizes some of those things. And much like the 70s was about breaking paradigms, so was this book. It was, Marilyn connected a lot of things in the new age era before the internet even existed. She kept a lot of these things connected. People viewed her. She was a hub for a lot of these, these things. And this book is that, right? It is a recognition and an acknowledgement that there is more to life than just what is right in front of us. And that while the world sits on the brink of nuclear catastrophe at any moment, should one or more of the, the world's superpowers decide it to be so, that there is more to life and that there are ways to break with the paradigms, that things are not necessarily as they appear and they don't have to be accepted as they are presented. Now, of course, of course we age. Our cells deteriorate and eventually we all succumb to natural processes. But as Marilyn points out, it is also a self-fulfilling prophecy, meaning we also can accelerate our own demise, as it were, by accepting that as we age, we must become weaker, more frail, less mentally acute, less capable. And we all know, or at least have seen and can reference, people who have broken that paradigm, people who don't accept that. The incredibly fit and healthy 80-year-old still doing push-ups and running and swimming long distances. The older individual who dominates in chess or Jeopardy or some other extremely taxing mental pursuit. And I guess the question that we have to ask ourselves is how much do we accelerate our own deterioration? How much do we accept? How much do we just decide that I'm old, I can't do that anymore? I'm old, I shouldn't do that anymore. I'm not even going to try or I'm going to remove myself the possibility of these new things. How much do we do that? Now, I don't know your age, listener, as you listen to my words, but regardless of what your age is, you probably have found yourself at some point saying, I'm too old for that. No, I've outgrown that. No, my body can't handle that. And I think what Marilyn would argue is that that's true if you say it's true. But if you don't accept that, if you don't accept that paradigm that as you age, you must deteriorate, so that by the time you are 40 or 45 or 50 or whatever your age is, you have essentially hemmed yourself into a very relatively small subset of things that you can do, that you believe that you can do. So her advice and my advice, I think, would be don't settle. Don't accept that. Don't accept that paradigm on its face. Certainly, you will slow down. Certainly, you will deteriorate. And eventually, that slowing down and that deterioration will take you from this earth. But... That does not mean that you need to help that process along. It will happen regardless of whether you wish it to or not. So, perhaps resisting it is the best thing for you. Perhaps saying, I can pick that up. I can do that thing. I can spend that time. I can tackle that project is what you should be doing because that may ultimately be more beneficial. No need to get on the side of aging and decide that the world as you know it might as well cease to be as full and as rich as it could be simply because you've had another birthday. We know that the calendar as we know it is an artificial construct. There is nothing that says that the world must operate on a 365 day per year calendar because it has not always done so. 
So when you say that you're 45, under another construct, you may be older or younger than that. So then, don't accept that age as a determiner of capability is necessarily an absolute. So how do we combat this? We move. We try new things. We refuse to be afraid. We continue to grow. We seek out learning. That is an exciting idea. That is what somebody like Marilyn would want. And that is what I suspect, as you listen to my voice talk to you about words of others and how I value them as a growth medium, and therefore you likely do as well, that we can continue to resist the effects of aging and not fall victim to the self-fulfilling prophecy that is, as I age, I must deteriorate. So there's your challenge today. The next time you catch yourself thinking, I'm too old for that, I can't do that, I shouldn't do that. Maybe you're just the right age. Maybe you can do it, and maybe you should do it. Until next time, I'm Matthew Monroe. This is Quotations, and thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more, please subscribe in your favorite podcast app, or visit me at quotationspod.com to download and listen. Please also take a moment to recommend the podcast to a friend. That's a huge help. You can tweet at me at quotationspod. Send me an email to quotationspod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram at quotationspod or join the conversation on Facebook at quotationspod. I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome your feedback. And thanks as always for listening.